Hello, everyone, and welcome to your uncle's beach house, episode 16. I'm Jackson. I'm joined by M. Hello. Ah, the beach house can drive, which is good, because we're here to talk about tanks, which are like cars, but full of armor and guns. Uh, yeah. Um, cars are already full I, I of armor. I don't know. That's what I got. <laughs> I feel like cars are already armor. I think that counts. Uh, it's not going to stop a bullet. Despite what movies will tell you, a car will not stop a bullet. I, like, a, like, not the, not the, I know not the windows, obviously, but not the, not the, not the doors. People get shot in cars all the time. Yeah, but like through the. Don't hide behind a door if you're getting shot at. It won't work. Through the metal? No, it's a bullet. Like, unless it hits the engine block, it's going to go through whatever, like, cars are not made of, like, steel. It's not the 1930s. I guess I didn't realize, like, what it takes to stop a bullet. For some reason, I thought that they would, like, if it's in a thick sheet of metal, which I assumed a car is, it wouldn't. I guess that's just me. No, it's it's an aluminum panel and a bunch of wiring and then like a plastic panel on the inside. So you're telling me that like not to start this podcast off with something horrific, uh, but when those cops were like taking car like taking cover behind cars with actual people in on that one awful Florida shootout, they weren't even they, they would have got shot anyway. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. I mean, the people would probably stop the bullets. That's true. They were they were literally there was a, there was a there was when they shot up the UPS van and they were literally like hiding behind occupied cars. I I try very hard to not pay attention okay. to mass shootings in America because they happen every other day, so I can't keep track. Uh, yeah, this was this wasn't a mass shooting. This was entirely cop generated. It was just cop violence. Well, anyway, it's, yes. So I guess on brand for this episode. Sorry to start with something so horrific. <laughs> Uh, now it's time. Yeah, they were just hiding behind the people. The people were their shield at that point. Uh, yeah, straight up. Yeah, I mean, as usual. As usual, fucking cops. Fucking cops. Now we're here to talk about. I cops. feel like we've been we've been such a cop heavy podcast lately. Like we watched Pat Labor. Yep. We're watching Ghost in the Shell. This. We're here today to talk about Dominion. Um, and so it's just been cops for a while. And I feel like because we like the aesthetics of cop media. We have not quite emphasized how much we fucking hate cops. And it's good because th- this anime is bad. So we can just talk about how much cops fucking suck. Uh, yeah, cops are bad. Like, it's, it is a, especially when you get someone who, like, understands how to write, like, this kind of fiction. It is a good lens to, like, analyze structures and critique things. I think that, yeah. like, you know, just in the show stand comics, I expect to like that without having to put an asterisk going, also, it's cops, right? Uh, but yeah. cops are fucking bad. I hate them. Yeah. Like, easy to make that statement. I'm going to make it publicly right here. Yeah, they're the racist, oppressive arm of state violence. Like, what do you want? It's just uh, it's always been that way. It always will be. That's what police were built for. Yep. Um, and so... <laughs> and so, this sci-fi comedy manga... <laughs> uh, so, we're now here to talk about how, how, like, really funny it is that the cops are like that. It's really funny. Not, not this time. Uh, every other time, maybe not this time. We this one's going to be a weird one. We don't have like a central thesis to like wrap our takes around. We watched, so we watched yeah. all of Dominion Tank Police. Um, yeah. Okay. So let me let me let me just we, run, run down, down everything yeah, okay. here. Yes. So we watched. Oh, we read the original manga, which is by Masamune Shiro, who also did Ghost in the Shell. Came out in 1986. It's one volume. We watched the four episode OVA, uh, which is directed by Koichi Mashimo, um, and came out in 1988 yep. and 89. Um, we watched New Dominion Tank Police, uh, which is another OVA that's six episodes long. It was directed by Narubo Furuse. Um, came out in 93 and 94. And then we also watched Tank Police Team Tank 
SWAT-01, which is an OVA directed by Romanov Higa that came out in 2006 that is 30 minutes long and CG. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's its own weird thing that we were subjected to. <laughs> yeah, um, we did, I suppose, experience that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and these are all kind of like a... You know, the, the manga ha- is just a story of some uh, cops who, in this future of Newport City, uh, pollution's gotten so bad that bacteria and pollution are like a super cloud that hangs over everything. So everyone has to wear gas masks when outdoors. And because crime and overpopulation have gotten so bad, the police are now being given tiny personal tanks that they drive around through the city that, uh, you know, how can we make, uh, mechs uh, just, 10% close to real robot and that's take out the robot part and make it a tank. Um, and so they're riding around in tanks, uh, causing hijinks, uh, not actually doing much in way of like solving or like normal crimes. It's not like I, I the, the initial premise of this, I was like, Oh, this is going to be like judge dread. It's not because they're fighting Looney Tunes villains that team rocket the way through every episode. So I don't really understand what the hell is going on here. But anyway, the manga came out. Then the OVAs, the OVAs are prequels. I guess so they are, but like also the continuity doesn't line up in any any of these three, yeah, even no, though they no, no, like no. generically, I guess, take place before. Uh, it's weird. Yes, like they do gesture towards connections, but also have things in them that are just completely contradict all. Like all three are different, so you know, is what it is. Yes. Yep. Uh, and then there's Need a Mini Tanky Police from the nineties, uh, from nineteen ninety, I think. Uh. New Dominion was from 93. Oh, my thing had 90. Had 90. Wikipedia says 93, 94. Okay, that makes uh, the like gap in time between them much more realistic. Make way more sense. I thought they were like yes. a year and a half apart, and I was like, these feel like from different worlds. <laughs> no, they definitely are just from different worlds, actually, so that's alright. Um, and yeah, so those, those are the, the things. Where do we want to go first when we talk about Dominion? Oh, uh, I don't know, Jackson. <laughs> oh, um, I'm willing to take direction on this. Uh, we, should, we should thank uh friend and patron Ryan who suggested this. I'm very sorry, Ryan. If you listen to this and go, man, this was not what I was looking for. Get ass. We'll figure something I'm fa- out. <laughs> Cause- I'm fairly sure Ryan had not seen this. I thought they were just looking at it. Yes. No, no, no. I understand that. I just, I understand this is going to be like 40 minutes of us flailing around, <laughs> yes. like not knowing what to say, because I, both of us watch this with like a, a strange sense of bafflement of what we were being subjected to. And that's just going to be how it is. It's just going to be what shakes out here. So, so I, I think we should start at the start, not of like a, the, the manga came first, but we watched the OVA first. Uh, and yeah. I want to start at like the first five minutes of the OVA, where you think it's going to be the show that puts everything else to shame because everything else is for cowards. Because it has an entire five minute like sequence that just puts all the themes on the table um, as like the mayor and the like the police chief argue back and forth basically about the necessity of militarized police in a very frank oh, it's open a great, if, if you do anything just watch the first couple minutes of the first ova and then shut it off there's nothing after that really you can do it but that part's amazing but it, it's so like forthright like it's it's all there they put it all on the table but yes, the chief yes. is like uh we need this because it is important to like show force against crime whether or not the numbers like show anything this is like you know self-justifying and it must be done and uh the mayor is like what are you talking about isn't the job of police to say it's to save lives and investigate things and he's like no what are you obviously not that's not what police are um yeah but then it like becomes very clear 
uh, or slowly over the course of watching it, that, that they don't realize what that is. That is meant to be like the mayor character ends up being like a parody of ineffectual liberal politicians who don't understand what it is, man, in the cops. But then the cops are also like evil, blowing everything. Like it still understands that the cops are bad and everything. It's very like just taking all targets in a way that means makes fees it, eh, makes it feel just completely meaningless and weightless. Yeah. Do you want to just you want to just like do the thing and run down the people like we do, and then we can talk about that stuff before we get into the yeah, sure. Yeah, this is gonna like I said, this is gonna be a little all over the place. But we so so we have uh, Leona Ozaki, who's the main girl. She transferred from the bike police to the tank police because she just loves her tank so much. Uh, her tank's named Bonaparte. Uh, if you're like that, just sounds like pat labor. It does. It really does. But you know, <laughs> they just looked at this and were like, "This Let's came do out this. before pat labor." This right? totally did. Yeah. They just ripped this off so, uh, fully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did more with it, but you know what are you going to do? Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, I'm looking, I'm literally looking up voice actors as we, work, as we go through this, but, uh, Liana is voiced by Hiromi Tsuru. Um, she's mostly known for playing Bulma. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of her. I've heard of Bulma. Uh, she only voiced Bulma in the original, uh, in the, in New Dominion Tank Police, she is voiced by Rei Sakuma. Um, <laughs> you said she only has... first bul- voiced Bulma in the original. Sorry. Yes, I, I know she did that um, all the way through because it was a whole thing when she died and everyone was sad, which I agree. Yeah, and, and then, yeah, she's she's in, like, Gundam Wing and Gunbuster and just a dozen things. Like, if you've if you've seen it, she's in it. Um, the guy who voiced Al... Uh, or, so, Leona's just like, yeah, she's just Noah Izumi, which is the weird. Same character. But, like, super fascist. <laughs> just, like, really likes firing guns and being a cop. Yeah, like, Noah's like this, but her robot love is so much more... Because of the, like, the distance of the comedy-ness of Pat Labor. Like, Pat Labor's comedy doesn't find the comedy in what the cops are doing. It finds the comedy yeah. in just slice of life stuff. So her robot love is much more like, oh, I like robots, so it's, you know, treated that way. This is a girl who wants to go do some police brutality right now because that is what justice is. Um, and we will all take this go get em breed of justice, put the guns in the criminal's face. Isn't that great and funny? Uh, yeah. It's It's weird. <laughs> Um, so you, yeah. you have Al. I mean, Al doesn't have any link Al, to either yeah. of these two uh, people on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Al is just like the nice boy. Uh, he do- he has nothing to do other than be in love with Leona and get yelled at constantly. Yep. Um, we have Brenton, who is the squad leader. Um, he's just like... he. It, I, I don't even know how to explain him other than the Japanese voice is Yusaku Yara, who's been doing voices forever. He was in Urusei Gatsar's Cherry. He's the dub voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's basically just playing an Arnold Schwarzenegger, but Freddie Mercury super cop. Yep, that's that's true. That's it. That's the thing. That's what he does. <laughs> he's just huge. He's got a big fuck off cop mustache and he likes violence and he's an idiot. Uh, yeah, and the, like the shows take different um, approaches to h- how much and what kind of an idiot he is. Yes. Uh, but that's basically the gist of his deal. Oh, sorry. He was not the guy who voiced Cherry. That was uh, that was the next guy, because I had the chief, and I mixed those two up. Okay. Uh, this is just me doing this kind of off the cuff, a little messy. Um, he also He's also the Japanese dub voice of Sam Jackson in Die Hard with a Vengeance, one of our favorite movies. That's a great movie. Yeah. Zeus Carver. Uh, 
that bit where John McClane's like, oh, Jesus. He's like, I, they didn't say Jesus. They said Jesus. It's good. We should see how that is translated in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Watch things in that movie. Vengeance. That's, a, that's a movie about cops that know that cops fucking suck. Sure is. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, then we had the chief, who's just the chief. Uh, he looks like a Mega Man character he to me. There's just like something Dr. about Wiley. him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's voiced by Ichiro and a guy who's Cherry and Urusei Atsura. He's been dead for quite some time, unfortunately. Um, and there's some other characters that I don't remember their personalities enough to care about. <laughs> I've um, got, I need to read out a sentence from here, the chief's description on the Wikipedia page, which I think is a better summary of this episode than we can do. Yeah. Um... In arguments with the previous mayor, he comments that the introduction the tanks are insufficient for keeping the pe- uh, for keeping the peace and would prefer replacing our guns with tactical nuclear weapons. Though it's unclear if he means this to be taken seriously. He does. He does. He actually. does. That's he does mean he does. this to be taken seriously. Yeah. And then you have the criminals, uh, who is Buaku, uh, who is the main criminal guy. Um, I want to tell you about Buaku. <laughs> so Buaku is like an um an android uh who is doing crime shit for so in the ova and the manga he's basically two different characters um yeah in the ova he's like an underling for this mysterious criminal organization that they never go into uh trying to like work for his own advances um and he leads like his his like little gang uh, which is him and the puma sisters who we'll get into in a minute who rule yeah um, yeah and uh, he's like just like a big guy android heavy character until you also he also reveals he has like a backstory. They made him and then they forgot about him. Maybe criminals have like uh, have empathetic backstory too. Anyway, just this just this one criminal. Don't worry about criminals at large. Uh, empathy is done on an individual basis because it's cop show like that. Uh, but in the in the manga, they're a little bit more specific with him in that uh, his plan is to go to space. He is going to do enough crimes to just get a rocket and go to space and fuck off because Earth is ruined. Uh, so he's he's more sympathetic there, but he's also like, there's some like sexual assault scenes with him. Uh, so it's very 80s manga in that the, the villain is both more sympathetic and a rapist. You know, you take what uh-huh. you get. Anime is like that sometimes. Uh, but the main difference is that in the OVA, they... Uh, I don't think we'll need to go into this now. This is like theme stuff. But in the OVA, they are very specific about the tank police exists because there's a serious crime every 36 seconds or something ridiculous. Um, and in the manga, they specifically say that the tank police was formed because of the, the like what Buaku was doing like to fight his gang. This was the response. Yeah. Um, which is a very it's a it's a big difference in how they frame the, how the tank police came to be um, and what their purpose is. But that, that's the Buaku stuff yeah. that really matters. Uh, Buaku is voiced by uh, Joji Yanami. Uh, he's been voice acting since the 60s. Uh, he's Dr. Isaac in Cyborg 009. He's Genai in Digimon, who just seems like an old man. He's Genai! One the devices? Genai, okay, yes. Uh, in Japanese, that would just be Genai. <laughs> it might just be Genai in, ja- in Japanese, then. Okay. But he, that's uh, he's, he's Dr. Yumi in Mazinger Z. Uh, in Dragon Ball, he is the narrator, Dr. Briefs, King Kai, and Bobbity. Uh, recently took a leave of absence from Dragon Ball Super at, like, in his eight, late 80s, where he is now for health reasons. Uh, so his role's been recast, but um, well, I Dragon Ball, the big thing here. <laughs> I salute him. Yes. Um, so yeah, just been doing it forever. Baku is weird because like 
in the anime, I guess we'll talk about it, but in the anime, he's just right. He's just the character. I'm like, oh, he's the good guy. Yeah. I mean, he's right in the manga as well. Yeah, he's just gross, right? Yeah, no, they're like, anyway. they just they just tie that up, but they don't. That doesn't affect his rightness because this is just the kind of yeah. thing it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he is fucking gross in the in in the uh, in the manga. Uh, but before we before mm-hmm. we get into that, um, we have the Puma sisters who are absolutely the heroes of this. Yeah, so the Puma sisters are two uh, android cat girls who are like love dolls, is what the joke that they go with, and their names are Anna Puma and Uni Puma, um, and they are the best. They're just what if cat girls were Team Rocket, basically, <laughs> um, but they were good at their jobs most of the time. Yes, mostly good at their jobs. I think they're mostly good at their jobs. Uh, they're great. Yes. Um, they're definitely like, like the manga will like suddenly go into a different art style to draw them because of how horny Shiro is. <laughs> um, yes. And like, that's definitely how they're using the show as well. But they're also like the most entertaining and likable people just because one, they're not cops. Uh, two, they're like yeah. actually funny and care about each other. Um, yeah. And so they're like, just good to watch. They're good. They are clearly the standouts here. The people making them, uh, the show know it. Yeah. They're just like workaday goons in a way that's very fun. Um, and uh, they're voiced, uh, Uni Puma's voiced by Michie Tomizawa. I mostly know her as Rei or Sailor Mars from Sailor Moon. She's done a bunch of other things, but that's the big one. Everyone knows that. She's Rachel in Ninja Gaiden, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a thankless role. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then uh, Anna Puma is voiced by Yuko Mita, who the Wikipedia is like, she's known for playing a sexy Bishojo, and then just gives like an unsorted list because Wikipedia is fucking terrible sometimes. <laughs> so I'm trying to go through this. I'm like, oh, I don't know. She's Ben Tennant Urusayatsura. That's a character I recognize. Um, but like, I, most of these, I'm like, these are anime I've heard of, and that's as far as it goes. This is alphabetical order. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, I hate it when they do this. I hate it when they do Use this. Useless, absolutely useless. Because in the other ones, then I know I, I want to look between the late 80s and the late 90s, which is when I've watched anime. Right, you want to know where the stuff is, but here you look and it's like, oh, look, they're Andre and Captain Tsubasa. Who's that? Yeah. Someone named a Turbo in Dragon Ball. I don't know anyone named Turbo. <laughs> yeah. Could be anyone. Yeah. Uh, well, those are the, those are the main characters, I think, and I think we've left anyone off. Yeah. 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 So. The original Dominion Tank Police is weird because it it's expensive looking, but also looks like shit and is also weird. Uh, all of these things are true. It's like really tonally inconsistent where it'll be like, really like, we want to do an action OVA. And then it'll just like all the tanks riding down the street are knocked over because they put uh, mines that are like inflatable giant dicks on the street. And then they all pop off and turn into giant dicks that, to knock the tanks over. And then that's like a big laugh moment. And then that's, 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 that's what the show is. That's what the show is. <laughs> yeah. The first OVA, the comedy just like, whoof completely over my head like i mean not, not over my yeah, head it has I like a it, really but... it has like a really chaotic like slapstick probably a bunch of puns that were lost on us energy mm-hmm. it's just like we don't watch a lot of comedy anime and we certainly don't watch comedy anime like this um it just it's so it's so hard to follow especially uh, it's like what if looney tunes had themes but you don't know if the themes are on purpose or on accident yeah because it definitely makes like it you hard to tell what part is like meant to be the joke which bits being done ironically and like 
there's a whole uh, uh, very serious <laughs> essay in the back of the manga where Shara's like, the tanks are bad and the police are uh, like hypocrites for using such like machines of violence. And I'm like, yes, I know. Why is the series of Looney Tunes? <laughs> like, is this yeah. is this what you were trying to get across with this? And I know the answer is he then made Ghost in the Shell. And I assume that's a little bit more serious, even in the manga form. Um, yes. Like, while he was making this, he was making Appleseed, which I know is his like, you know, this is... It was his like outlet manga, I guess. Um, oh, Devil Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like Devil Man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, so it's it's very hard to like read that stuff. I think it's better when it's being earnest. I don't like the mm-hmm. Looney Tunes stuff. Uh, I like it more. I actually like the episodic just comedy stuff more in Nude Opinion Tank Police. I think it's fine there. That's when I think the themes are bad. But um, in the um. In the show and the manga, I think the best stuff are like when Buaku's going to space, right? Like when he's just right about Buaku going to space. I like the bit about like one of the big arcs is about Buaku like getting a photo of yes. like a painting of him that was made way before when he was just a like young criminal because he's like a d- test dummy android thing that's just been around for decades doing crime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Because he just, it just, they just give him like a sympathetic Frankenstein story, but he's not like, then, then they go on to continue to treat him like he's the bad guy. Uh, I mean, not in the OVA, he just kind of lets the end of the OVA at that point. Yeah. But then if, if, if you do read that as a prequel, then the next thing he does is like try to rape Leona and then he's right again about other things, unrelated other things. Yeah. Then he, then he steals the Greenpeace Krollis because the villains in this story are called Greenpeace. Yep. Uh, which are which is like a secret biological experiment group that are trying to like create people that can survive on this horrible diseased earth or whatever, and they create a green fairy lady that Buaku's trying to steal. Which he like at the end of the OVA he steals her, and then she's around in the manga. Like she's a the MacGuffin they are trying to capture in the manga. Yeah, because she's like the cipher to maybe we can heal this. Like the the manga is definitely the most concerned with the environmental stuff. It's yes. kind of in the background of the OVA, and then the second one barely exists. It's like it's like a plot point in one episode, but then in the first three episodes, they're yes. just walking around outside. So, uh, it is it is it is as much of like a part of the themes of the anime as like Demolition Man's consumerism. It's just a side thing that's referenced. Yes, um, the two things honestly feel very similar to me in terms of tone. Sometimes, you know what? That doesn't. Yeah, that's nodding at that. Demolition Man's a weird yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> yes, it sure is. Uh, yeah, it's just like the environmental stuff is weird, right? Because that's like the main theme of the manga, and it's in their first OVA a lot. Um, yeah, and so like the the most effective stuff is clearly the joke of like, okay, to fight environmentalism, cops invented just fucking tanks to destroy the world. I get it. Very simple yeah. stuff. I think that is effective. Um, it is where it gets into like okay, but you still like even the manga. He still wants you to care about um, Leona and how into tanks and justice she is. It still thinks that's like noble, even if it's like perverted by the system in some way. Um, mm-hmm. Because the the thing we're not talking about that is the most like uh, well double dumbass on me, I guess. But but is um when so that that's actually the first three chapters of the manga. The fourth chapter of the manga, after Buaku goes to space, is a completely unrelated chapter about how much protesters suck. Yes. So like after the villain is right and the cops are wrong and they go to space and it's all like, have we learned anything? Probably not. It's then like a chapter about how protesters are ineffectual and bad, but 
uh, the cops are also bad, but Leona's like got a pure sense of justice, and that will carry us through. And it's like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? What? Are you, what? Yeah, what, no. what do you want about me? Yeah, I. It's so conflicted and confused, and uh, yeah, it 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 never says anything coherently enough to even like have a tear down of its politics. Right. I, it just goes all over the place. Um. Yeah, because if we came here and we're like, this is a show that just believes in its fascism and whatever, we could have that conversation pretty well. What we're left with is like, it just does whatever, because no one directing the like, no one like maybe maybe the manga, but it doesn't feel like it to me. And definitely not the anime knows what the hell it's on about. Like, it just does all the things, especially as like, even the good bits are just like cribbed from other like, you know, we've read Norsica. Yeah. Yeah. I know what the the poison cloud is. You you stole this from another better, more popular manga, Shiro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you've got away with it because you've made other influential things that everyone else has stolen. But I know what you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, this is exactly the episode we warned you it would be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so new Divinity Tank police. Uh, is way more of just like a cop show, so I kind I'm I generally prefer yes. it, but also it 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 has nothing going on. Uh, it has like a someone yeah. ripping music for no reason. It facilitates between like shredding guitars and like looping the third cast-offs in terms of music. Uh, one of the theme, one of the themes is like just the full house theme, also. Yeah, <laughs> like not quite, but it yeah. definitely has like it's got that tone and the kind of the melody shape, and it yeah, broke me weird. every time. Um, but then the theme is just like ridiculous shredding metal. Um, yes, and I I like the first four episodes of it just fine. I think uh, when they were it was the most like when it came, got to the plot, I thought that was all really bad. Um, but when it was just episodic cop show, that like new Dominion tank police was the most concerned with just being an empty um, episodic cop show. I think that stuff is where it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, right, we, we're going to watch Pat Labor TV sometime and have a good time. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, um, the, getting this lesser version that's weird uh, is frustrating. Yeah, because there's like an episode where she goes to investigate like the, the death of her old motorcycle partner. That's probably the best episode right. in all of this that we're watching. Absolutely. Because it's, it's just a good cop episode. She's just doing, it's the only one where anyone investigates anything. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, oh, my partner was killed. I need to figure out what's going on. I'm going to do cop shit in, like, the I'm investigating a murder stuff, you know, not the uh, suppressing protesters and causing property destruction that I'm going to use to tighten my fist on the people. There's a a reason that most cop shows are about that, because that is the stuff that even, like, you know, you can... It is still... I'm not defending cops but as a fictional device investigating murder is much easier to just have a normal story about than being like a SWAT team that destroys criminals for no reason yeah it's just it's just a detective where no one can say i'm not going to talk to you because then they get taken into the place where they have to talk to you right and like the comedy in that episode mostly comes from like uh brenton trying to be a normal cop that's very funny yes yes um and so that stuff was like good i, I like that episode quite a lot uh, the yep. part where the whole thing led into uh, a, like a whole plot with a fucking everyone in, in like a James Bond uh, meeting room where he's like, oh, number three, what is your plan for today? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I've got the super drugs in the in, in the warehouse. But then they blow up the warehouse and they're like, right, Bozeman, you're demoted. But he's, he's, he's still there next week. <laughs> he doesn't get yeah. killed for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
which leads to like uh, in the final episode of that uh, of Nidimini Tangles has one of the funniest things in the whole show, but isn't a joke. Is when the whole thing's mm-hmm. been building up to this like conspiracy, but it's been so transparently obvious from the minute it was introduced, and the way it all uh, gets together is that like Leona the whole time throughout this episode has been like, "Who? What's that voice? I know that voice." And then she sees the guy she saw on the screen three episodes ago drive past in a limo. Uh, who we've known forever as the bad guy and we've just assumed she'd figure that out as she sees him she's like there's like a slow-mo zoom in her face and she's like what no way uh yeah it's, it's played like you're meant to be shocked as well yeah um but that was very fine to me yeah but then there's there's no ending it just like it weirdly feels like the like the six episode pilot to a show that didn't get made, right? Yeah, it's just six episodes, and I guess there's an overarching plot, so we can say that it's like a full series. Um, yeah, it would have been better if they were all unconnected. Because uh, yeah. it also like leans on uh, the relationship between Al and Leona in a way that I think doesn't work. Um, yeah, it's like she notices him and everything, whereas like the joke in the manga is that he sucks and is like constantly negging her and mad about the tank because he wants to go out with her and she likes him but is oblivious because she's all about the tank all the time mm-hmm. and that's basically the whole joke um it's not a good joke but that's like the whole dynamic there uh and then in this show it's it's a bit more about no it's like trying to play it like an earnest uh, will they won't they between them and at the end they kind of acknowledge each other and it's completely hollow because I, I who is Al? I don't care. I think he, I no. think he's the Gundam kid every time anyone says Alu. <laughs> yeah, I uh, apologies to Asuma who has a personality actually. Uh, yeah, right. It did. <laughs> Asuma does actually have a personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's <laughs> Tank SWAT zero one. All right, well that one's done. <laughs> Uh, which is uh, the, the cheapest CG that 2006 could produce. Uh, it looks fucking terrible. It's it's So I think that one's based on a different manga that we didn't read. Sure, I believe you. Uh, he did a different Dominion manga called Dominion Conflict 1 No More Noise, which is a new timeline in a completely alternate universe. Um, there are other differences listed on his Wikipedia page, but the main difference, the one that matters, is that it meant that the the you know the Pym sisters could just be on the cop team because they're the mascots everyone came yes. to see. Yeah, it's what everyone wants, which is the only thing to recommend this because otherwise it's fucking thirty minutes of nonsense. <laughs> like, <laughs> not only is it thirty minutes of nonsense, but like the plot reveals itself to be about the fact that like like everyone's going around in circles and faffing about trying to like arrest this guy. As he as he like puts a bomb on someone's neck and they can only deactivate it with this one card, but then he's like, "I'm an android, I can't lie," and that's like a weird thing that is throughout this. Like, occasionally comes up. It's not actually about robot personhood, but it does come up a lot for how not about it it is. Yeah. Um, also, like, it's clearly just uh, Buaku, but they never reveal that it's just Buaku because right. they never like. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna he's gonna raise the hat up and we'll see the glasses," but they never do that. Yep. Um, it, it's bad. It, it 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 really is just extreme PS one opening cutscene energy, but an anime for thirty minutes. It's 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 like fascinating to me as someone who thinks that stuff is like 
visually entertaining, but it's not good. <laughs> it is not good by any measure. Yeah, and the like novelty of seeing this very bad looking PS One style cutscene from two thousand and six uh, passes quickly, yes. and then you just have a, the rest of the this episode, which is just bad. It's two thousand six. It looks way closer to the cutscenes in Final Fantasy seven than it does like the cutscenes in Final Fantasy twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, this doesn't have Square Enix money. Yeah, um, like everything is extremely low poly and looks like, you know, you'd you'd normally re- like put these in your previs and then render out a nice version and they didn't have the money for that. <laughs> so you just get everyone looks very stiff. Um, it's it's bad, but I, I think that stuff's charming in its own way. Too bad the anime sucks also. Yeah, I don't know why this was made. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know either, because, like, the last manga was 95, so it's 11 years later, and they're just making this. I don't... I don't know. Like, I, I've looked up. I can't find any, like, information about it also, because it's, like, no one cares. Uh, yeah. They just say, oh, it's a spinoff. Um, the, yeah, like, this is... this is a Like, I'd found Dominion when I was looking for OVAs of, like, historical note to watch. It'd been, you know, I'd been waiting to watch it for a while. I'd just been sitting around for the day I was going to, oh, like, you know, pop it in and see what I saw it. Um, and I, I, now that I've seen it, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> no idea why any of this is important or significant other than uh, people were desperate for anime in America in the 90s. So you could watch the OVA, I guess. I- because it was around. Yeah, I assume that's it. Is that like if you haven't watched anime, it's definitely like visually striking and weird, right? Like, yeah, it yeah. both has themes and also a bunch of like you know, uh, naked women and dick jokes. Like it's 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 the most teenage thing you could have. Yeah, and like sure, it was like a popular mangaka, so people were reading his work regardless of what it was. Yeah. Um, like you know, Appleseed was uh, I assume big. Ghost in the Shell I know is big. So Appleseed you know. definitely big. Yeah, it's just so weird. I I feel bad because I'm like, oh, you know, we come and talk about anything, but sometimes I just got nothing. I don't. Cops are bad. I know the show doesn't seem to know, except sometimes it does. But on accident, <laughs> this is definitely like the thing that a lot of uh, the anime we've watched. Um, silver from but to its like biggest extreme of not being able to tell where the critique of the cops ends uh and the like genuinely putting forward of this like heroic figure in the center begins right like what i don't understand what where where that line is sometimes um mm-hmm. it's like someone watches gundam right uh, and they see the critique there, but they also see the part where the Gundam's like a heroic figure uh, with a boy in it who's going to like channel the wishes of mankind, and that's also a good thing. And they've put both those things together, but don't understand the like that's that they're doing irony. It's it's doing irony. <laughs> yeah. Um. And that's in a lot of you know that's we joke about this a lot. It's you know every Shin Megami Tensei game, right? Like the things things yeah. are good and bad, but also it is good to have justice and carry on. With the status quo that it, we've already said is bad, yeah. Uh, um, I think the answer is just that we have a very like specific view of the world. Uh, also, we've been blessed to watch really good anime pretty much across the board. Yep. But I, I do think that like the the view of it, I I don't want to say South Park, but only because it's like South Park is what people hold up as. They're like taking shots of everything, and it just like becomes bad. But I, I don't necessarily think that's true about South Park. Uh, I don't care. I just meant that as a cultural, like cultural touchstone to point at. 
but I do think it's doing the thing of like, oh, it's joking about cops being ridiculous, but it's also joking about like the mayor being completely, you know, uh, ineffectual because that's what politicians are like. But then also protesters suck. Like there's no, like it just is sneering at everything. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I think that that was how I ended up seeing like, oh, that that's how all this stuff goes together, which is a disappointing answer. It doesn't believe in any of yes. it. Uh, except for the very few moments it does, which is with Leanna and sometimes with Buaki, but, you know, it's mostly using everything to send it up. Yep. Uh, which is the hardest thing to critique, because when, when the when the show doesn't care, and when the joke is that it doesn't care, what are we meant to do? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Look at it and kind of shrug and be confused for... How long has this been going? 38 minutes. Uh, and then we spent like seven minutes talking about bullshit. So 31 minutes, like I said at the beginning. <laughs> we can just have 20 minutes of conversation about anything now. Yeah. Uh, that's all I've got. I This one's not great. My apologies. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, Ryan, hit us up. <laughs> yeah. We'll watch a movie, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you're happy with this, then thanks. Uh, you know, I'm glad people support us. Mm-hmm. Usually it's for, I mean, you know, people roll the dice. Like we always tell people, you can pick stuff you haven't seen yet. I, this is the risk. It <laughs> this is the risk. Yeah. We, we were ex- not holding it against anyone other than the people who made these anime that are bad. Yeah. No, we were excited going in. And, and you for telling me I should definitely read the manga and then me doing that and going, mm, I don't know if I need to do that. Uh, not because it was good, but because I think it holds the whole thing together to understand. Because otherwise, yeah. otherwise this episode would be going, I don't know if the manga knows. What is the, like, That's I true. needed to know what That's Shiro's true. position on a lot of this bullshit was. And I understand now. I don't like it more, but I do understand how this happened more. Fair enough. So I stand by that. <laughs> Uh, but I guess I guess that's it. I guess the podcast is done. This is what you get sometimes. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully the next... Do we have... We do. We do have a next Beach House. Yeah, our next Beach House is going to be about the uh, Tezuka manga Phoenix. We're going to be reading three or four volumes to be determined. If you listen to The Great Gunner Project, we will specify on there when we figure it out, when we start, because I know they're big volumes, so I don't know um, how many yet. But it will be three or four. Those are the two numbers we're looking at. Um, and it'll be with our friend Rick, who will probably come back. Rick was on the Nosca episode and the Giant Robo episode. Um, you know, been doing this for a while now. We, beach we really houses. Have beach house. Uh, well, with that, I guess that's just it. Unless we want to talk about random shit for 20 minutes until we leave. <laughs> no, we should do plugs. Jackson, do plugs. I will do some plugs. I am at Headfuls Off at twitter.com and you can find other podcasts we do at abnormalmapping.com there's a whole bunch there including recently started up again the amory score that is the podcast where me and my friend molly talk about coheed and cambria every week uh, every every week every month now uh, is the schedule we're aiming for we are in the album year of the black rainbow that album is special because they wrote a novel based on it so we have content we have a whole novel co-written by claudio sanchez and peter david to go through it is already providing the gifts uh the lore of coding cambria is nonsense this book is bad but funny uh so it's it's what you expect it's what you want yeah um you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. Um, we have all those podcasts. You should listen to, uh, well, one, you should listen to Abnormal Mapping, the best game dot club. We're about to cover uh, the Outer Wilds for our 100th episode. We've been doing this for 100 years. Century of Excellence. Um, 
And then uh, you should listen to And Then an Airplane, which is me and my friend Autumn watching all the Ghibli movies one every three weeks, which is, I know, a weird schedule, but that's what we do. Uh, we recently watched Ocean Waves, um, and we're about to watch Palm Poco, which I'm very excited to see because I've never seen it. Um, as always, you can support us at Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash mapping. For $1, you get Gundam every week. We're watching G Gundam. We're watching Ghost in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex Season 1. Um you know, uh, that's great. For $5, you get writing for us every week. Um, I'm currently putting off writing something right now uh, by recording <laughs> this. Uh, and uh, for $10, you get uh, VoIP Life, uh, which is me and Jackson every two weeks, just giving you an hour or two of uh, talking about whatever. This uh, week, if you're like, oh, the VoIP Life sounds cool, we spent two hours talking about our history of watching movies and movie criticism and being people growing up in it online. Um, I think it's a really good episode, so I'm excited for people to hear it. So uh, please check that out. Um you know, if, if there are slots available right now, I don't think there are. You can get one of these, a beach house yourself, uh, on there too. Um, I usually announce on Twitter, uh, when those go up, which, uh, you know, happens when people, uh, stop pledging, which is fair. Um, it's meant to be a rotating thing. Um, but if you would like to give us smaller amounts of money, keep the lights on, podcast going. Yeah. I think that's everything. That's all I've got. I think that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Again, uh, some of us, how it goes with the content. Yeah, I mean, look, we had to have a worst one eventually, and before this, the worst one was... Yes. The Log Horizon. <laughs> ah, the podcast <laughs> is fine. Yeah. Um, Alright, well. Goodbye, I guess. Goodbye, see you later. I'm <laughs> What number this is? Blood life, but fuck! Beach houses are meant to have numbers. Yeah, they are. It's like four, 15, I think. Um, I believe it is. Uh, oh, it doesn't come up on the tags. Nine more. Well, this is why you go to abnormalmapping.com and you scroll down to beach house. 15. Oh, right, we put them on the, they're on the website as well. I don't have to go to Patreon. 16. 16. Where's 15? I don't know, 15's Macross Plus. Did I not put that on the Patreon? I don't know. 14's Flag, 13's Eccentric Family. 14's the only one under... Did I not tag it? I bet I didn't tag it. You probably didn't tag it. Because uh, I definitely uploaded it properly. Okay. Well, I could... I believe I could go looking for it. No, it's right there, yeah, I just didn't tag it. Oh, right, that came out like a day after Flag. That's how this happened. Yeah. Alright.
Oh, I didn't tag it. I put that one together, right? Yes, you this did Macros Plus. Yeah. That's you. This is my fault. Yeah. I'm free. Yeah, this is me. I'm free. I was all yeah. ready to take that one. <laughs> yeah. We are recording this whole thing, <laughs> so you can keep in whatever you want. <laughs> oh, good, good to remember. I was about to say something. Put it at the end of this podcast. People were like, oh, they talked for 37 minutes instead of 31. And no, we just talked about our numbering system for six minutes. I've got more to say, unfortunately. All right. Yeah. Remember when I had the different numbers for different podcasts we were doing in the Abnormal Mapping feed? And I was wrong. I was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I do. I was against that day one. You're like, no, this is definitely the way. And then it took you about three weeks. You're like, uh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> it was way longer than three weeks. I would not have admitted that I was wrong in three weeks. Okay. Especially in 2014. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> different world. I think it's when we were migrating websites that I realized it was a mistake. No, it definitely. Well, I I was too, and I was too against it. Like I, I remember. I think we only did two where the beach, uh, the um, the Kusage Club. I, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay. Anyway, 